Lock in and level up. Season two of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. What's going on? This is Ryan Wilson. You're listening to TPR. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Let's do it. So this should be a quicker episode, but this is an episode called discernment. And so really in this episode, I want to start out and really I want to touch on just really points that I've spoken about and touched on really throughout this entire second season of this series TPR. And that is really just the fact that we are living really in the discernment world, really in this advanced type of discernment world where it is not recommended, it is required that you must use your discernment in order to understand and to see the truth of this world. There is no way around that fact. If you are not discerning and seeing beyond the surface and seeing into the spiritual world, there's no really way around the fact that if you're not discerning, if you're not seeing into the spiritual world, you truly just will not see the truth of this world. And so points that I've touched on and mentioned in the second season of this series is just that, you know, from the good and the bad, from the light side workers, light side speakers, the light workers to the dark side workers, Satan's false prophets, from the good to the bad, from the light to the dark, I said how you must discern and use your discernment in order to see beyond the surface. And so really, like I've explained many times before, anyone on the dark side or Satan himself Anyone on the dark side, they're not going to come forth and say, hey, I'm a dark side speaker. I'm trying to deceive you. I'm going to use deception and deceive you right now because that's really obvious. If if the dark side came forward and said all that to you, you would then very easily be able to discern and you'd be like, "Okay, I'm going to disregard this, rebuke this and not harness dark side energy. But of course, they don't do that because this is the advanced discernment world. So it's quite the opposite, actually. So the dark side will masquerade as a being of light. They'll masquerade as a light side speaker, as a light worker. And because I've spoken about the law of reversal on this series, because that's just the way that our world is right now, is that the true elect, the true speakers, the true light workers, they are being, I guess, I don't even know how to explain it, but just they are being made out to be not the truth. And then the false prophets, the dark side speakers, the dark Satan's prophets, they are being made out to be as if they are the truth. So it's really just, quite frankly, the law of reversal. And because this world, this universe has the law of reversal 
being applied to it right now, that's exactly why you must use your discernment because if you're not using discernment, then you will literally pretty much be viewing the world backwards and in reverse because of the law of reversal. And then so on the contrary, even with light workers and with the light side speakers, you know, people who are doing God's work, I said how you'll even have to use your discernment around them. Like I said, the most high God, Yah, will send you someone like Larry Johnson, where you have to use your discernment. You have to be able to see beyond his past and then see where he is now and just discern the energy and the message from him and not see and not be deceived really by the physical surface world and by his old life and his old self really and his old past. And even so, like I always see on on his Twitter, like whenever he puts out a tweet, you always see people replying to it and they and uh, they put the picture of Larry Johnson holding up like the rock, uh, the rock nation, almost like Illuminati hand sign from when he played in the NFL, because that's what he literally used to do when he would score touchdowns, because back then, pretty much Larry says that he believes he was just doing the rock nation. That's what he thought it was. He didn't have discernment back then. He wasn't home to God. So I could truly understand that. He just didn't know. He was still in ignorance is bliss. So he didn't see the truth of the world. So that's what I'm saying is the people, the trolls really that always tweet him that picture, they are not using their discernment. They cannot see beyond the surface. They just they see that picture and they're like, Larry can't be trusted, like it's impossible, like whatever. And that's an instance where you must use your discernment and see see the truth of the light side speaker and see him for his true message and see his true energy, despite his imperfect past, despite you know what you've seen before, because that's exactly just the whole point is I said, for the dark side, if if a dark side speaker or Satan came before you and was like, hey, I'm about to deceive you, I'm a dark side worker, you would easily understand and be able to discern and just be like, no, I'm going to walk away and not listen. And it's the same thing for the light side speakers. The most high knows that if he sent you a picture perfect prophet to give you the message right before you, you would easily be able to discern it, understand it and accept it. But the most high God wants you to use your discernment in this world. So even with his light side speakers, even with his prophets and his elect, he is actually going to send you not a picture perfect message, not a picture perfect prophet, but really someone that you'll have to discern with as well. So really, no matter how you look at it in this world, from the light side to the dark side, from the good to the bad, you are going to have to use your discernment one way or the other. And if you strictly just go by the surface levels, you will never see the truth of this world. Because if you look at a light side speaker like Larry Johnson and you see just the surface level, just the picture of him doing those touchdown celebrations over a decade ago, then you will not see the truth and you will only see the surface. This surface world is Satan's world. And in Satan's world, a sinister man, Aleister Crowley, created the law of reversal. So... In the surface Satan's world, it's the law of reversal. Everything is backwards. So if you only see on the surface, if you don't discern into the spiritual world, you see the lie, you see the false truth. And then if you discern and peek a little bit further beyond the surface and you see into the spiritual world, then you see the truth. And the only way that you're going to do that is by harnessing and using discernment. 
And in doing that, you'll be able to look beyond just the deception of the surface physical world and see into the truth of the spiritual world. And so the only way that you're going to do it is through discernment. And the only way that you're going to get discernment is from the most high God. I said before that God, Yah, is the one that blesses you with discernment. Yah will bless you with the Holy Spirit. And he will also bless you with discernment. So the only way that you're going to understand the truth of the world and get discernment is by going home to the Most High God. And I've really elaborated on that point, emphasized that point, and reiterated that point a lot since I've started speaking out about this, you know, earlier in the second season. So the only way to see the truth is by using your discernment and the only way to get some discernment is to go home to the Most High God, pray to the Most High God, repent to the Most High God, and really importantly, read God's word. And so speaking of the word, pretty much my favorite example really of discernment and just having to use your discernment to see the truth. One of my favorite examples, if not my top favorite example, is an example I've already spoken about on this series in episode 29, the trilogy. My favorite example is... In the book of Luke, Luke 10.1, the mission of the 72, that to me is truly my favorite example of having to use your discernment. Because I said how in episode 29, when I spoke about this, I said how the mission of the 72 is really speaking about twin flames. And I said how the reason it's Luke 10.1 is because you don't count the zero. So it's 10 1 is really 101, which is 1111, because 11 is a synchronicity with twin flames. So I just think that this is my favorite example of it because this passage doesn't just outwardly come out and say, oh, these are the mission of the twin flames. This is what it is. This is what a twin flame is. And also, it's not Luke 1111, it's Luke 10 1. Because truly, for the surface people who just say, oh, twin flames are 11 11, and that's all they see, they only see the surface levels of it, they wouldn't understand. They would be looking at verse 11 11 to see something about twin flames. But those who can see beyond the surface and see the truth of the spiritual world and really discern the truth, we can see that it's no coincidence and it's no accident and it's really no surprise that it's Luke 10 1 because it's still 11 but it's not outwardly blatant like 11 11 would be it's really low-key and you have to discern to see this truth and so that's really just like my favorite example really on this series and really just so far in my life of just where the people who can discern and see beyond the surface, they will see that real truth right there. They will be able to read the mission of the 72 because I really broke it down in episode 29. They will be able to read that passage and really just understand and see how it is in fact speaking about twin flames. And again, it doesn't say the mission of the 72 twin flames. It just says the mission of the 70 or the mission of the 72. And when you read it, it doesn't say these are the mission of the twin flames. It it tells you what it is, but it doesn't outwardly say it. And again, it's not Luke eleven eleven. It's Luke ten one, which is still one one eleven.
but it's way more low key. You have to discern and see beyond the surface to see that. And so really quite literally, this is the discernment world. The Most High God really wants us to use our discernment. And that's exactly why with regard to the Bible, it's pretty simple and straightforward, but he doesn't outwardly just say specific details. You have to use your discernment and your spirit really, because when you when you start using your discernment, you see into the spiritual world. And in order to do that, you use your own spirit. You're the whole, the most high God blesses you with the Holy Spirit. So you use your own spirit, you use the Holy Spirit and you use your discernment. That's how you see into the spiritual world. So quite literally, your spirit is what helps you to see the truth. Because I said before, like when you read the words on the page, the words on the page are the surface level, but the energy and the spiritual meaning of the words, that's the truth and the true spiritual power of the words. You know what I'm saying? Anyone could just read the words on the surface, but when it hits your spirit and when you can discern it and understand it and accept it into your energy, into your spirit, that's how you really harness the power of the word. And only those with discernment will be able to understand and harness the truest true power of the word and so with light and dark good and bad anything in this world this is the discernment world you must use your discernment in order to see the truth you must use your discernment to see beyond the deception of the physical surface world and use your discernment to see into the truth of the spiritual real world of our world of our universe and so that's with light and dark good and bad like i said and again, my favorite example that really is with regard to the mission of the 72, which is Luke 10, 1. That truly is my one of my favorite examples of just having to really use your discernment, really use your spirit and your energy to really just pick up and understand and harness the true energy and the true message and the true truth from that Bible verse. And so now I'll actually move on to a topic that I spoke about in episode 34 of the series TPR, which was the It and It Chapter 2 movie breakdowns. So in It Chapter 2, I really spoke about how there was quite a few scenes where the characters, pretty much their old selves were kind of dying spiritually, in a sense. And I said how spiritually it would really become known to them and really become known to the viewer as well. We were able to see how just in those scenes before the characters like old selves and their old spirits died off, we were able to see and the characters were able to see like and understand and get really a um, a a feeling and it just became known to them that something was about to happen to them, something bad and the death of their old self was about to happen. So we saw that in that movie breakdown and I introduced that point there. And that point is really real and true for our real world. And because pretty much I'll explain it like this. So I said, when you get back home into God's hand, Satan can then no longer take you because the most high God is protecting you and he will not allow Satan to take you. I said that. However, if for some reason you were back into God's hand, but then you weren't using your discernment anymore, you weren't still following your, your spirit, the Holy Spirit, you weren't following all that and you weren't really in tune to it and you weren't really discerning. And if you 
put yourself into a dangerous situation, that is how Satan can then have an opportunity to, I'm saying when you're in God's hand, you're safe and you're protected. But if you then leave God's hand to put yourself in a dangerous situation that you spiritually and energetically know is dangerous, that is how you actually are putting yourself in danger and you're taking yourself really out of God's hand for a moment when you do that. And just like I explained in the movie Breakdown, and I'll explain right here, everything will become known to you spiritually. So before you leave your house or before you go into any situation that's possibly dangerous, spiritually and energetically, you will know not to leave your crib, not to get in the car, not to go to that place or not to leave where you are, wherever you are, even if you're already out or something, it will become known to you not to go there before it even happens. Really, whether you're back, whether you're back into God's hand or not, when these things happen, it will become known to you. I truly believe that before human beings die in this world, I do believe that before whatever happens to them, it it becomes known spiritually and they just don't listen to it and they don't remove themselves or they don't put themselves in a better situation. And that's why the most high allows judgment to occur on them and it allows Satan to take them because whether you're in God's hand or not, he's still giving you grace. And again, if that grace comes in the form of telling your energy and your spirit not to go somewhere and you just say, ah, no, I, I kind of feel it, but I'm not going to listen to it. You're pretty much not listening to his grace. And you know what I'm saying? That is what I believe judgment is like and how judgment happens to people. And again, I don't believe that there's any accidents, coincidences, anything in this world. I believe everything is the most high's judgment. It's under his control. He's overseeing everything. So that's kind of just how I feel is that any human being before they get taken, they will it will become known to them spiritually and they will have a chance to get out of that situation more than likely. I mean, sometimes you, I, I think no matter what happens, ultimately it will become known to you spiritually before and you would have a chance to get out. And so pretty much if you, again, leave your crib when you know you shouldn't or go somewhere where you know you shouldn't go because your energy's telling you it's it's sketchy, it's dangerous, it's bad, but you go anyway, you're setting yourself up to become a stumbling block onto yourself. And again, even if you have gotten back into God's hand. Like even for me, I'll give you an example. Like if at any point in my life, like if again, if I was at my crib and something was telling me, you know, just stay low key, just stay there, don't go anywhere, like whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I want to go uh, take a walk somewhere. I want to go grab something. And I didn't listen to that warning and I walked, I would be setting myself up to be a stumbling block, even though I'm back into God's hand. But once you leave, like I'm saying, if I left my crib, that's also like leaving God's hand. I'm saying if you go to the place where spiritually, you know, you shouldn't go to wherever that is. In a sense, when you go there, you're leaving God's hand for a moment, even if you've already gotten back into his hand. And when that happens, Satan then would have an opportunity to take you or really hurt you. That's what I'm saying. And I spoke in a couple episodes before this about like the hedge being removed pretty much. 
It was in one of the summer school episodes, either 40 or 41, summer school or extra credit, I do believe. But I was just speaking about how in order to get back home to God, pretty much the Most High will remove that hedge of protection for a little while. So I'm saying when the hedge is removed or when it's not removed, like I'm saying, if you put yourself in dangerous situations, if you don't follow your discernment, if you don't listen to your energy and listen to the Holy Spirit and listen to the Most High, you will set yourself up to be a stumbling block on yourself and you will really just be removing that hedge from yourself no matter at what point you're at and no matter what stage you're at because again the most high is trying to give you grace and a warning to not go there or to not do that or whatever the case may be depending and if you don't listen to that grace if you don't accept that grace that is how judgment starts to happen to people that's what i truly believe and so pretty much Satan can only take what belongs to him. That's why only demonic people can be blood sacrificed away. They can't sacrifice someone who is a man of God. They cannot sacrifice and kill someone who has gotten back home into God's hand. So Satan can only take what belongs to him. And again, pretty much right now I'm in the most high's hand. So if I kept following my discernment, if I keep putting myself in good situations, if I keep protecting myself and listening to Yah, listening to the Holy Spirit, following my spirit, following the dis my discernment, following Yahuwah, Satan can only take what belongs to him. So I'm saying they can't just come, they can't just drive up to a, a they can't just drive up to someone who's a man of God, who's in God's hand, and just take them and kill them. Because Satan can only take and kill what is his. And that is what you will really realize when you start to get close to the Most High God. And that's what I keep saying is that Matrix movie breakdown, episode 35, the whole point of the Matrix movie is just showing that when you go back home into God's hand, you don't have to dodge bullets. That's why Neo asks and Morpheus explains like when you're really ready, you won't have to dodge the bullets because that's what I'm saying is Satan literally cannot kill you or take you once you get back home into God's hand. So you literally do not have to dodge bullets. That's the whole point. And I'm saying the only fear that you should have is Yah, because I'm saying when you really get back into his hand, literally, like I'm saying, everything that happens in the world is either judgment of the most high or a stumbling block that you bring onto yourself or the most high allows everything to happen to you. So everything that happened to you in your life, every accident, every um, misstep, every mistake, every fall, every health issue, anything that has ever happened to you. I truly believe that it's judgment of the Most High and the Most High is using that to bring you back home to Him. So I'm saying you cannot just get into a random accident and die. You could run out of grace, run out of opportunities from the Most High and incur judgment on your life that takes you. If Again, I said if the Most High can see your heart and if He keeps giving you grace and grace and you don't return home to Him, then... You are not in God's hand and then Satan can take you because you're closer to Satan than you are the most high. That's what I'm saying is until you really get back into the, uh, God's hand, 
Satan then has a chance to take you. So I'm saying nothing in the world is ever an accident or a coincidence. You don't just get into a random accident. The most high allows judgment to happen to you or he allows you to become a stumbling block on yourself. So I'm saying once you get back home into God's hands, you never have to worry about getting into a random accident. You never have to worry about you don't have to worry about anything. You do not have to fear anything but Yah. And I'm saying if you start to put yourself in dangerous situations, if you started driving somewhere that you know you're not meant to go to, if you got in a car when the most I said you shouldn't do that, and then you drove somewhere where he says you shouldn't go to, then you could get in an accident and some something could happen. But if you live to serve the most high, if you repent to the most high, if you pray to the most high, if you stay close to the most high, give the glory to the most high, give it all up to the most high, fear the most high, he will grab you up into his hand. And literally, Satan can only take what belongs to Satan. And when you're in God's hand, you belong to God. And Satan literally cannot take you. And if I could express this point over and over again, I really would, because that is the most important point that you really need to understand, really. And that's the whole point of the Matrix movie breakdown. That's just the whole point of life. It's about fearing God. And even in my last episode before this, speaking about, or the, my last few episodes, really speaking about the coronavirus and everything like that, that's what I'm saying is you don't have to fear anything with that anymore once you get back home to God. And you don't have to fear really health issues either because I said a lot of times when you get sick or anything, that's because it's it was judgment of the most high. You weren't living righteous then. You weren't walking the walk then. So I'm saying once you start walking the walk, you're not just going to randomly get sick. You're not just going to randomly catch a disease. Those were all judgments. That's what I really believe. And I just, I think it becomes so simple and easy to discern once you start looking at it like this, because I'm saying everything you can look at, everything as if it's judgment of the most high, you could look at everything as if it's grace of the most high, opportunities from the most high, blessings from the most high. And I'm telling you, there is no better feeling than knowing that you cannot be taken. I'm telling you, there is no safer, better feeling than knowing that you cannot be taken because that's what most people are so afraid of. They're so scared of dying in the physical world. They're so scared of, because again, this dark side world, Satan, the dark side, they own this world, the TV, the media, the news, all you hear about is tragedy, death, scary things. That's why people are so scared. And that's why I'm saying is, this world is set up, the physical Satan surface world, it's set up so that you're in constant fear. You're always fearing something. And that's what I'm saying is, it's quite the opposite. Once you start using your discernment to see into the spiritual world and really feeling God's kingdom, you have no fears. You fear Yah. You fear Yah and his judgment and his punishment. And that is it. You don't fear the physical world at all. I'm serious. This is not an exaggeration. These are. This is fact. And really, the only way that you'll be able to comprehend this is if you allow yourself to. If you get stuck on the surface world and say, no, germs are science. Uh, you could get sick because it's science. You could get, then you will not see the truth of the spiritual world. You are not discerning into the spiritual world. You're getting hung up on a surface world. Because I'm telling you, man has told you that science and germs and accidents are all real. But I'm telling you, 
once you get back home into the most high's hand you will understand what he what yah is like you will understand what it's really like to be blessed directly by the most high and to have him directing you in and out out of danger and into safety all the time when you start feeling that when you feel the holy spirit when you feel yah grabbing you up into his hand like that is an indescribable feeling and the only way that you'll understand this is if you start training your discernment getting your discernment and seeing into the spiritual world and seeing yahuwah's kingdom and that comes by reading the word repenting and growing with god and letting him humble you down really so that's just some other points i wanted to elaborate on about you know satan's inability to take what doesn't belong to satan and just how what it really means to be into god's hand and just really i want to reiterate that point from tpr 35 the matrix movie breakdown that that's what they're trying to show you is that when you really get back home into god's hand you don't have to dodge bullets because the most high is protecting you and when you read the word you'll see that all you have to do is be still and the most high will fight for you he is our rock our redeemer he fights for you all you have to do is be still and he will fight for you you don't have to shoot bullets you don't have to dodge bullets you don't have to block bullets you just have to be still put your faith in yah put your fear in him pray to him and be still and i'm telling you the most high will fight for you like you've never seen anyone fight for you before and protect you like no one has ever protected you before i i it's not an exaggeration when we say he's our rock our redeemer because i'm telling you yah fights for you and all you have to do is be still And those are the reiterated points from TPR 35, the Matrix movie breakdown. And again, I introduced kind of becoming known spiritually. If something bad might happen to you, I introduced that point in TPR 34, which was the It Chapter 2 movie breakdown. And so, in fact, you know, if you're about to become a stumbling block on yourself, if you're about to incur judgment, or if you're about to incur a lack of grace and a slip or a removal of grace by the from the most high god it will become known to you spiritually first and it's up to you to discern that understand that and not put yourself in a situation where it's dangerous for you and also just as a side point you also have to remember that the most high god has, does everything by design so sometimes i get i said it's not just going to be a perfect walk even when you follow your discernment even when you really really listen and you're really following the holy spirit you're still going to slip up because yah has to humble you down so you're still going to take some l's you're still going to slip up you're still and when the hedge is removed satan don't get me wrong satan is going to touch you poke you hurt you and break you down but he, he can't kill you so i'm saying like you're not just gonna have a perfect walk but in order to not be taken th that's what you have to do you know what i'm saying so the point i was trying to say is just that the most high has his plan so you know it's not going to be a perfect walk like you are going to slip up you are going to be affected by satan you are going to have to go through those l's and those tougher periods because the mo that's how the most high humbles you down he breaks you down and he brings you back because 
I've explained all that before, really. So just the point is, like I'm saying, there's a difference between being affected by Satan and being taken from by Satan. And there's a difference between the Most High humbling you and building you. And there's also a difference between the Most High placing judgment on you. So that's, again, what you will have to discern the difference. So it's not just going to be a flawless walk. Like you're going to go through sketchier periods where you face Satan pretty much straight up and you'll see him really in the spiritual or the physical world and you'll see his trials. You'll feel his trials. I mean, you won't literally see this stuff, but I'm saying you will be discerning it. So you will be seeing it with your energy. That's what I was saying is like, especially in 29 of this series, when I was first introducing it, like I'm saying you capture it with your energy. So you're not literally seeing this stuff physically, but I'm saying energetically you can feel it. And that's what it allows you to really see it almost like it's not literal. But again, those who can discern my words and understand the energy of my words, it's not so much about my physical surface words that I say on here. It's about the energy of the words, really. And that's how I drive these points home to you. It's not necessarily through my surface words, but more my spiritual energy in relaying the, the words and the messages to you, really, if that makes sense. <laughs> and um, just to finish that point, really, pretty much what I'm saying is, you can't like if you just follow the most high, if you keep fearing the most high, if you keep praying to the most high, repenting to him, seeking him out, following your spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit and letting that guide you, you will be exactly where you need to be at all times. And that will even mean taking a loss somewhere. I said in episode 35 about them breaking a vase and stuff like that in the Matrix movie breakdown. So that stuff will happen to you. But I'm saying as you even when that stuff happens, you will know that you're right where you need to be. You could still feel uh, feel God there with you and feel him even through the loss, even through the L. You can feel that it came from him. That's what I'm saying is you will not only feel when he blesses you, but you will also feel when he helps you learn and when he helps you stumble and when he humbles you. That's how you really get close to God. And I'm saying like, so as long as you just keep following and putting yourself in the right situation, that doesn't mean you're always going to be in a perfect situation with no L's or no losses or no pain or no growth, because that is all required and necessary. So as long as you just keep following and putting yourself where you need to be, even when you go through an L or a loss, you'll be like, okay, well, I know that it was all by design. I know that this is what the Most High wanted me to learn. This is what he was teaching me. And now I got it. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be a perfect walk. And there's a real difference between going through some stumbling blocks and some L's and some humbling, becoming humbled. And there's also a difference between being uh, taken by Satan and final serious judgment happening on your life. So again, you'll understand that and you'll be able to, to discern that. So really, it's all by design by the Most High. And again, you will know when you're in a you will know when you're putting yourself in the right situation, even if it doesn't always work out right for you. And you will know when you're putting yourself in a very dangerous, sketchy situation. I'm saying even when you go through a loss or something that humbles you, it won't even feel anywhere close to as energetically um, warning and energetically serious as it feels when you are about to put yourself in danger. Like I'm saying that, that intensity before the um, before like serious judgment and before a serious stumbling block happens, that 
energetic intensity will be intense and it won't be positive. It won't be light side energy. It'll be like, hmm, something's amiss. I need to understand this and discern this and pick up on this. And then even when you go through smaller stumbling blocks or smaller losses or whatever, it will just feel energetically good. It will feel like light energy, even when you're taking a loss, like, cause you'll know it's from the most high. Like I'm just saying, it's just, you'll be able to discern it. You will be able to understand the differences between a warning type of energy and a learning type of energy. And that's really, I guess, a good way for me to explain it and describe it for you. So I'll really leave those points alone. I think I reiterated it enough. Um, again, that was points about just things becoming known to you spiritually and through your spirit, through the Holy Spirit, the Most High will warn you, help you to understand where you should be, where you shouldn't be, and everything like that, everything I described, really. And so really another point for you is just that this is kind of a side point, but really, like truthfully, this is a beautiful time to really get back home to the Most High God and to really kind of just give it all up. I feel like I've been explaining and speaking about forsaking everything in the mainstream, Hollywood, forsaking everything in the mainstream, really. And I'm going to give you some reasons of just why this is such a great time to do that. Because again, what goes along with the mainstream is like forsaking the music, the TV, the movies, everything like that, all the false idols, all the false prophets, like I've spoken about. And I'm just saying this is a great time to do that because like with regard to music, right? I'm saying there is so much music out there. And even like if if you like hip hop and you like rap like I did and you have to forsake all these mainstream rappers, I'm saying there are so many independent and low key with a really small following. I'm talking like just a few thousand following, uh, a few thousand like followings on these social medias, like even rappers, like independent rappers. So I'm saying for me, like I went from listening to Meek Mill and Mac Miller to now like I'm back listening to like old 2011 Huey Mac, which is just like some random white rapper. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I used to listen to him way back in the day when I was in high school and I know that these songs, he was not sold out at the time and he still is not sold out as far as I'm concerned. So I'm saying you don't have to give up rap music entirely. You just have to give up the mainstream rap. And I'm saying this is a beautiful time to do it because there is so much music out there. And I listen to not just so Huey Max about the most main, the most well-known rapper I listen to now. And then I listen to people that I went to high school with. I listen to their music because that's what I'm saying is there are so many platforms out there now where there's so many people I went to high school with, I went to college with that put out amazing music that is just, it is just as high quality as mainstream. And I know that they're not sold out. I know that this is light work energy coming from a good place. That's what I'm saying is when Huey Mack made those songs in 2011, like he wasn't sold out. He wasn't harnessing dark. He was just a, a college student making music, having fun. And that's what I'm saying is it's not about the words of the songs. It's about the energy of the songs. Like I'm saying, these mainstream guys, they're putting demonic energy in there. So Meek Mill, like he's talking about inspiring stuff. The lyrics on the surface 
sound like it's light work. It sounds like it's positive, but the spiritual side, it's all dark energy that's being harnessed in there. So that's what you must discern. And again, even with like this music, it's not about the words that are said. It's not about the lyrics. It's about the energy. So when I listen to these low key guys or someone that I know, you know what I'm saying? It's not about because they have perfect lyrics. It's just about the energy of the music and that I know that it's coming from a beautiful place and not a dark place. And it's just coming from people that I know and just or people that I'm familiar with. You know what I'm saying? So that's just really like why this is such a good time, because it's not any type of music that you're listening to in the mainstream. You could replace that with someone who is harnessing way more light side energy than the mainstream is because they're 100. They're all dark work, really all dark energy. And you know what I'm saying? That's just an example for music, but it really goes for everything. Podcasts, books, like I'm saying, like I speak on a podcast, I write books. Like I'm saying, instead of reading the mainstream guy's books, either read mine or someone similar to me. I'm saying if if it's not me, if you know someone else that writes books or whatever, or I'm saying, or and instead of listening to Joe Rogan's podcast or in, like, and it doesn't even have to be mine. I'm just saying, listen to one that's similar to mine. Listen to someone that it's someone that you know. That's what I'm saying is it's just a whole mindset is we just believe that we have to just give all our attention to people who have all these followers, all this influence, what we think is influence, but they're really spiritually broke. They don't even have anything. All these false prophets have nothing, but we think that we need to follow them for some reason. And it's just like, it's such really the opposite. It's the law of reversal. And I'm saying all of these low key people from low key books, low key music, low key podcasts, any type of content, low key art, any type of art, any type of content, anything that you want to find, it's out there. And in the mainstream, it'll be dark energy work. And then if you find someone that's someone you went to school with, someone that you grew up with, or someone that you might not even know in real life, but you just know them on social media and you know that they're not a Baphomet sellout, then support their work, listen to their work. And you might actually even like it a million times more than the dark side stuff because the energy will make you feel so much better. Because right now you think that those surface lyrics make you sound good, but wait till I'm saying, and once you get back home to God, like those mainstream songs will not hit the same. Like I have zero meek mill songs on my phone i have zero mac miller songs on my phone i couldn't even listen to those guys it will not even hit the same because i know the truth about them and once you know the truth about these industries you won't even want to listen to them anymore because it won't the lyrics will not hit the same the beats will not hit the same the energy will not hit the same because you will know that it's dark demonic energy and your energy your discernment your spirit will be like nah forget this So that's just why it's such a beautiful time to awaken now. And again, we are living in this advanced discernment world. We have technology. We have all these platforms, all these ways to communicate, all these ways to share information. Of course, that's why the Most High made this the advanced discernment world. He's not just going to make it like we have all this, all of these resources, all of these tools at our disposal to use and harness. So, of course, the Most High is not just going to make it simple and just be like, here's the answer for you. He's going to really make us do the work and use the tools that we have, use the resources that we have. That's just why it's so important to 
really start harnessing this and just realizing that this is an amazing time. A truly amazing time to awaken, an amazing time to go home to the Most High God and just to forsake everything mainstream and everything that is mainstream that you forsake, you will be able to replace with something that's beautiful and light work. And again, I'm telling you, I listen to all types of music now. I listen to jazz music, like, because that's not really so much lyrics. It's pretty much just music. And that's so much better than listening to this demonic rap and that garbage. Like, it really was such garbage. And I literally loved it and worshipped it for such a long time. And it's just such garbage. Like, and there's just so much other light work out there for you to come across. So I listen to jazz music now. I listen to, like I said, low key rappers, rappers I went to high school with, people that I know from my real life. I, again, I, I use my discernment. So again, with Huey Mack, I can discern and understand if he is if he were to be sold out or not, I can discern that. So I make the choice, okay, I wanna listen to, especially his older music, but even now, like, I know the truth about him and I can understand who is sold out and who's not, who's demonic and who's not. And again, if he ever got to that point where he was sold out, then I would forsake him too. But I'm saying, I discern that for myself and that's how you'll be. But you can't, you have to be honest with yourself. You can't be like, oh, I'm choosing to listen to Ariana Grande because that is dark and demonic. I'm saying Huey Mac, that actually is light work. So you have to discern it with honesty. You can't like lie to yourself and just be like, nah, I still want to listen to it. So I'm choosing to, because I'm telling you, it just will start to not hit the same. You'll just be like, this isn't even, it's not even right anymore. Like, so really, you have to discern for yourself, you know, who can be forsaken, who shouldn't be forsaken. I spoke about that in, um, I think it was episode 41, Extra Credit. All these episodes are kind of starting to run together for me a little bit. But um, yeah, I spoke about how you can kind of understand who to forsake um, in a few episodes before this one. And really, you just have to use your discernment um, to understand, you know, who is harnessing light light work, light energy, and who is not, and who needs to be forsaken and who can still provide value to you in, in your life. So truly, it's a beautiful time to forsake the mainstream from music to podcast to books to any type of art, any type of light work. The light work is out there. The truth is out there. You just have to find it. You just have to discern through it and go get it. And again, we have to be the ones to kind of break this to break this, you know what I'm saying? It's not about listening to the mainstream people anymore. It's not about listening to their podcasts. It's not about buying their books. It's not about listening to their music. And I'm not saying that, I'm not, and I'm saying like, when I described it before, I'm not saying, oh, everyone should listen to my podcast. I'm just saying, if you know someone who you went to college with, or you went to uh, high school with, or you just know, and they're low key, listen to their podcast read their book. I'm not saying it. Oh, everyone should read my book. I'm just saying there are people out there who write books like I do. There are people out there who put podcasts out there that I do and that we are not sold out. We're not mainstream and we're not, we're light workers. They are out there. And again, you just have to discern that for yourself. So that's why this is such an amazing time because this is the advanced discernment world. We have 
all of the tools, all of the resources, all the ways to communicate, to connect, to share, to get this light work energy out there. And that's why this is the time to do it because it's not like if you give up the mainstream rap or the mainstream music or the mainstream Hollywood, you'll be like, oh, now I have nothing. Like there is anything that you want to replace is out there and you could replace it with pure light work, really. And so honestly, I had, um, I'm looking at my notes here. I had some really kind of like, I guess the second half of this episode kind of exposing some more darkness, some more wickedness. And I'm really just deciding if I should even say it on this episode. Um, I will, honestly, I'll say it. Um, it should just be kind of quick. So now I'm really, um, I'll go through, I'm really going to kind of switch gears here. Um, I'll give you one, ex- I'll give you two of the examples of what I was going to say. So this kind of does go along with it. So using your discernment, right? So here's an example of me exposing darkness and wickedness for you. So Kanye West, right? He keeps speaking about Jesus and try- and trying to masquerade himself as a being of light, which he obviously is not. He's a complete sellout, a complete puppet. It's very, I shouldn't even, I don't even have to explain there. It's I shouldn't even have to explain that. I'm saying if you've listened to any of these episodes, your discernment should be strong enough now to where I could just say that and you can just understand why. But anyway, now I'll kind of explain why. So Kanye, right, he's a billionaire now. He apparently is a billionaire, even though before he said he was broke and in debt or something. Like, I think that's what he used to say. I mean, I can't even keep that dude straight, but I'm pretty sure that's what he used to say. Now he's a billionaire. And I said... (laughs) Now he's, a, now he's a billionaire. And I said before on this series that God's word says that you cannot be a true prophet and be a man of money. So literally for any human being to believe that Kanye West, a billionaire, is a prophet of the most high and is actually he's speaking about when he says Jesus, he's speaking about the false depiction of Jesus, which is really started by the dark side who worships the Baphomet. So when he's talking about Jesus, he's talking about the false image of Jesus. Over here, when we speak truth, we speak, we speak about Yahusha, Yahusha HaMashiach. Not the false image of Jesus like Kanye speaks about. We talk about Yahusha HaMashiach. So that's just, this is, what, this is a way that you can test your discernment, so to speak, is... Again, you should be able to easily look at Kanye and understand that he's a complete puppet, complete sellout. He's masquerading himself as a being of light. He's speaking no real truth. He's not telling anyone to repent. It's just very easy to see. And if anyone actually read the word, they would then be able to understand that you're not going to be a billionaire and be a prophet of the most high. Um, That's incredibly easy to see. That's like a very simple point. Um, so again, you will only understand that when you start reading the word and the dark side, they have to masquerade themselves as being, as beings of light. That's why they always want to talk about Jesus. But again, they're talking about the false image of Jesus, the false depiction of him. And they're not talking about the true Yahusha, Yahusha HaMashiach. And so that was just a point about Kanye. One other point here, this isn't so much about discernment, but more just about exposing some darkness for you, some wickedness. So Dak Prescott, the NFL football player, I want to just point this out that 
he blood sacrificed his brother because his brother just died very recently. And the reason I know he blood sacrificed his brother, and this is really sick, is that Dak Prescott was on that, um, it was a commercial, and it was him and his brother on the same commercial. I think it was a uh, Campbell's Soup commercial, I do believe. But nevertheless, certainly this past NFL season, there was the Dak Prescott and his brother were on the same exact commercial. And then right before the draft, I'm pretty sure just a couple months ago this year, Dak's brother, that same brother, literally died. And that was because it was a blood sacrifice because the NFL blood sacrifices. And Dak claimed his sacrifice by putting his brother on the commercial and then literally having him murdered, blood sacrificed. So, and I'm pretty sure Dak signed his big contract and that is exactly why. And for all my Eagles fans out there, you should understand that more than likely the Cowboys, if the most high even lets the NFL season continue on, because it would actually be hilarious if all these sports try to start back up and then the most high just says, now I'm not even going to allow this. And he just shuts it all down. We'll see if that happens. But if the NFL does go on for a few more seasons, all my Eagles fans, I would not be surprised if you're seeing the Cowboys at the head of not only the NFC East, but really probably the NFC in general, because Dak had that sacrifice. I'm pretty sure Dak's mom also died. Um, the Cowboys have been sacrificing heavy. They've been doing, Dak did a blood sacrifice. That could have been for his own contract, the one for his brother, but I'm saying that's just something that's pretty obvious to me. And it's just really sick that he did the commercial with him. He put him on the commercial and then literally blood sacrificed him. And one other point really um, about the NFL, now that I know about the NFL being scripted, also for my Eagles fans, if you think back to the Super Bowl where the Eagles won and beat the Patriots, now I know, and that's exactly why Brady dropped that pass that hit him right in the hands, because that pass was foreshadowing and it was really juxtaposing the later on touchdown pass to Nick Foles that he caught. That's why they had Brady drop that. So that's really just very easy to see. They were showing the drop there to juxtapose the Philly, Philly, Philly special I guess, uh, Foles touchdown. So that's easy to see. Another thing that's very easy to see is that um, in that Super Bowl, Malcolm Butler was benched by the New England Patriots very inexplicably, um, very inexplicably. And the reason for that, again, is because it's a scripted league. So the reason Brady dropped the pass is because it was a scripted league. The reason that they did the Philly special was because it's a scripted league. And the reason that the Eagles won that Super Bowl is because it's a scripted league. And the reason that Malcolm Butler did not play in that game, the reason he was inexplicably benched is because it's a scripted league. And really just now my last couple points, one more point about the NFL, speaking of Malcolm Butler, again, just think of however many Super Bowls before that one against the Eagles when Malcolm Butler had the game-winning interception against the, against the Seahawks to win the game for them. So, you know what I'm saying? Why on earth would you bench a player that literally won you the Super Bowl a couple seasons just before that? But again, the only real reason for it is because it's a scripted league full of rituals and all kinds of nonsense for whatever they do and why they do it. But again, this Russ Wilson and... Malcolm Butler play 
I'm also going to show you some gematria with this and kind of just explain how this was a scripted play. So Malcolm Butler is number 21. He was number 21 for the Patriots. It was second down and one. And if you look up gematria in the most pure cipher, pick, the word pick as in interception, the word pick is sums to 21 in gematria. So again, Malcolm Butler, number 21, it was second and one, and there was a pick which sums to 21 in the most pure cipher of Gematria. So again, that's why Malcolm Butler was benched in the Super Bowl against the Eagles because it's a scripted ritualistic league filled with rituals like that. And the only real reason is because, again, just a few seasons before that, Malcolm Butler literally made the game-winning play in the Super Bowl. So why would Belichick ever want to bench that player inexplicably for no reason? It makes absolutely no sense. And the reason why Malcolm Butler had that interception against Russ Wilson, because he was number 21, it was second and one, and pick sums to 21 in the most pure cipher of Gematria. And so those are just some points exposing wickedness real quick and some darkness. And that is exactly why they did not hand the ball to beast mode at the end of that game, because it was a ritual scripted ending to that Super Bowl. And speaking of beast mode, pretty much my last episode before this was TPR 42, the mask of the beast. And I was speaking about, quite frankly, the mask of the beast. Nothing more to say. One point that I did miss in that episode that I, I will just say right here is that some predictive programming that was provided for us with this mask business is that on Snapchat over a year ago, probably two years ago now, but at least a year ago, they had those Snapchat filters of the mask where it would be like for girls, like it would be like a cheetah mask and then ears or something on top as well. But they had those face mask Snapchat filters that was predictive programming for the mask. And again, I spoke about the mask of the beast in my last episode, TPR 42. And so with that being said, I'm really at the end of the episode right now, so I'm going to wrap this up. Again, my last few episodes had a lot of important information. I referenced my last few episodes in this episode. So once again, my last episode was TPR 42, Mask of the Beast. The episode before that, TPR 41, Extra Credit, TPR 40, Summer School and Final Exams. And this right here was TPR 43, Discernment. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to those previous episodes of mine and be sure to listen to my next episode as well. And so this is Ryan Wilson. This is TPR. Real quick, my Instagram is at WilsonRyan underscore underscore and my Twitter is at RyanMichael11. You can find me and follow me on both of those platforms. I truly thank you for listening to this episode. Again, it's really just about growing your discernment, going back home to the Most High God, praying to the Most High God, repenting to the Most High God, allowing Him to grab you up into His hand, allowing Him to bless you with the Holy Spirit, bless you with that discernment. And I'm telling you, that's how you will be able to see the world for how it truly is. You'll be able to see the truth of the spiritual world, and you'll see right through the nonsense of the surface physical world that Satan puts up. Because this is the most high show. This is Yahuwah's show. And Yah's kingdom is the spiritual world. That's the world I've been working on is the spiritual world. Yah's kingdom. That's the kingdom I've been working on. Not this physical world. 
we work on a spiritual world over here, the spiritual kingdom of Yahuwah. So that's really what I'll leave you with for this episode. So this was TPR 43 Discernment. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out my next episode and make sure you listen to my last few episodes. I really do appreciate you. Be safe out here. Be strong out here. Many blessings to you. Thanks again. Love. Later.